Uh, hello and welcome to Hume Conversations. My name is Garth Prentice and I'm here with Ian Aldrich, the uh, newest president of the Goulburn Club. Hello, Garth. <laughs> How you doing, Hi. man? Very good. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm excited to have you on. It's There's been lots of awesome changes in um, Goulburn over the last kind of two years, which is really... It's been amazing to see lots of new relationships within the town and um, musical opportunities that seem to be cropping up all over the place and uh, new excited people in in fresh new positions. How are you feeling at at the top of the Golden Club at the moment? Uh, Well, my motto for the Golden Club, because you must realise it's a completely volunteer organisation, my motto is to cope from week to week and to survive (laughs) from year to year. and this last 18 months with the pandemic, it's been difficult times for us, like for every organisation. But we've come through it, and now we're looking forward to the future. Yeah, the, I mean, it's been a bit of a bit of a tough time for all um, performance venues, but as, especially since it's a, I would say probably a performance based venue and that's where most of your income would come in. I would assume um, over the bar because of people coming to see live music. Oh, indeed. That, that is the main focus of the club, is music, although that's not all we do, which I'll come to later. It's uh, a lot of participatory music, mm. in that every Thursday we have a ukulele group gets together, and every Sunday we have Australian folk and then Americana music, where everyone and anyone can come along. And, and play along. That is that is one of the coolest things about the Goulburn Club, I think. Um, I used to live in Newcastle, and when I told people I was moving to Goulburn, they said, oh, you've got to check out the Goulburn Club. I went and played at the Blues Festival at the Goulburn Club, and they have an awesome stage up there. It's got a bit of a reputation around the place, you know? The, the participatory music, though, is one of the key features of that venue I think as well in the development of maybe the the new talent on the scene or or continuing to develop a community around Goulburn. So how how many events do you put on a week? Thursdays uh, as I mentioned we have the uh, ukulele group. Friday we always have music on be it um, might have Celtic music one on the third Friday of the month First Friday of the month is uh, Bush Traditions music. Second Friday of the month is Open Mic. And the fourth Friday of the month, we like to get a band, a band in. Yeah, yeah. There's always cool stuff happening there. And so, and, um, so to check any of that stuff out, it's, you have a calendar on the website, that's right? We do. Which is goldenclub.com.au? Correct. Oh, I'm, I'm all over it today. <laughs> Firing on all cylinders. Awesome. Uh, the... So you've come to, I, I mean, I've known you for at, at, at least five years now that since I've been here in, in Goulburn Town. Um, we met fairly early on in my placement here because you're always around the scene. Um, how did you find out that you, or think that you wanted to be part of the Goulburn Club or, or especially the president? When did, you, when did you decide on going for that? Well, I first started attending the Golden Club in the early noughties, just as a spectator. Um, and there was some very good music being played there. And um, and then I started playing music myself. And uh, I was in a couple of bands that played at the Golden Club. 
I joined the board. I've had two stints on the board. The first time was about 2010 for a few years, and then more recently about 2015 for five years. And when our previous president, Mary Booth, had to retire because you only allowed three consecutive years, uh, she asked me if I wanted to be president, and I didn't particularly... <laughs> it didn't grab me too much, but I thought I should actually pay back to the club all it's given me, because it's given me heaps. So, yes, I put my hand up. Early noughties is when you started playing instruments? Let me take you through it. Yeah, yeah, because you've got a few under your belt. I'm very excited to hear about this. <laughs> that, um, so, as as a as a kid, was there um, music that you were playing at home, or did you have any sort of no. lessons? Or no, not at all. It was a very unmusical sort of family. Very loving, but music wasn't a part of it. Um, but I was listening to the Beatles and Stones and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but when when I had moved to Goulburn, my wife at the time, got invited to come along to a recorder group, just a very casual, and I thought, I'll go along for a cup of tea. And when I was there, someone put something in my hand and said, put your fingers there and blow. So I did. <laughs> and it's a perfect uh, recorder lesson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I took up the recorder at the age of 40-odd. And some five years later, the council, the Golden Council where I worked, had a band. And the drummer... Uh, left town and the fellow that was running that band came up to me with two drumsticks and says you play recorder I said yeah and he thrust those drumsticks at me and says you're a new drummer <laughs> <laughs> are you having a, a similar experience with, my, <laughs> with most instruments that's the best I love it when when that sort of attitude is imposed upon someone and then they actually respond to it and go oh okay well I got a I better show up now and I've got to learn some things and might go and look up some stuff. And, yeah. yeah. And so, that was my first connection with Conservatorium because I took drum lessons from Noel Jeremy mm-hmm. and became very good friends with Noel, actually. And then some 10 years later, a friend of mine, Bronwyn, said she'd seen a ukulele group in Sydney and she, she said, I'm going to start a ukulele group. And I said, count me in. <laughs> and so I was a foundation member of the ukulele group Without ever having played a stringed instrument, is that is that grub at the yes. at the Golden Club? Oh, Indeed, man, that's it's still so awesome. going. Yeah, man, that's it. It's it's gone well too. Um, the I mean, I'm not sure how it's been for the last couple of years, but I haven't seen them. But um, they've always got cool stuff going on. It's been very good. Grub being the Goulburn Regional Ukulele Band. Correct. Every every ukulele group needs a cool name. Yeah, <laughs> largely thanks to Ron McLaughlin, who mm. runs it beautifully. And he's got, he's got hundreds, literally hundreds of uh, charts, chord charts. Mm-hmm. Very well presented, world-class presentation. Uh, and then I took yeah. up... Well, there was, a time, there was a time, I'm not sure if he's still doing this, but he was bringing out a new grub ukulele book each year, right? Still does. And, and he still does. And so he, had the, he has that, well, I don't know how many songs, are 50? 50? Yeah, God. Got it again. Fantastic. <laughs> 50, 50 songs in that book and, and putting the charts in it. I mean, that's a huge... That's 500. That's a huge undertaking, yeah, of, of, of songs. And then you have those 50 songs to work through over those 12 months. And some will be easy and some will be a bit harder. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's always, the Grub's always doing very exciting stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's very... It's 
still holds my interest. It's really good. <laughs> uh, then I took up the guitar, just progression from the ukulele, and I had guitar lessons here at the, the con. Was it Rusty? Yeah, would have been Rusty. In this very room. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> uh, and then my friends and I saw a, a, a concert here at the con where there was a brass group playing, and my friend Roman said, I'm going to take up the brass. And she bags the trumpet. My partner, Gabriel, bags the uh, trombone. So I had to go down next to the euphonium. Mm-hmm. So then I had euphonium lessons here with, with Riley. And more recently, I'm having singing lessons. With hey, hey. So that's four different yeah. lessons I've had. With Multi-instrumentalist, <laughs> Ian Aldridge, the but, best. <laughs> as I explained before, I'm mediocre at all of them. No. <laughs> hey, if you, if, it, if you play it and it gives you some fun, I mean, I haven't heard you hit too many wrong notes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's excellent, man. The, um, you've got these un- instruments under your belt. You're working out at the Golden Club. That's awesome. Now you're the president of the Golden Club. Um, where where are we looking at the Golden Club going for the next 12 months? Obviously, we have to do some repair work from the last couple of years and missing out of those those sort of things, as all the entertainment industry is doing at the moment. Um, but is there any uh, any plans that we should be aware of and need to be thinking out for? Uh, yes, well, we, we'll be business as usual for those week-to-week things, but we, we do have some special things on offer. Um, Mike Baker is organising a tiki party early December, which uh, which will be good fun, in the courtyard out the back. And then in February, because the Blues Festival has been um, postponed till the end of 2022, the Garden Club will be having a Blues Weekend on the same weekend that the Blues Festival is normally on. That is the second weekend of February. And that'll be a two or three day event, which uh, should attract, hopefully, should attract people from Sydney and Canberra. Yeah, that'll be excellent. The, I'm, I'm super keen for that um, Blues Weekend, and I am fortunate enough to get to come and have a play at it, which is nice. The courtyard out the back, is that only fairly recently that the people have been playing down there? I know the year before I moved here, the Leader Theatre did a show down there. Yeah. Um, but then there was a few years where kind of that was not used so much, and the last 12 months or so, there's been a, been quite a few things happening in the back of the courtyard, which is it's such a it's such an awesome little music venue down there, out under the, in the sunshine. You're correct in what you're saying. The Leader of Theatre have done a few plays and shows out there. Um, it wasn't used much as a uh, music venue. Probably COVID actually pushed it in, pushed it onto us because it's outdoors, so you can have more people there. Um, and then, really, Mike Baker took it up with great enthusiasm for his jazz afternoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Early this year, so in the summer, oh, is that only this year? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the summer and autumn of this year, we had some really nice uh, shows out there. Um, so we thought we'd capitalise on that. And try and use more. In fact, we've got plans for a better stage out the back there. Hopefully, they'll come to fruition. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And the tiki party I mentioned will be in the courtyard. And then Mike will be ha- Mike Baker will be having his jazz afternoons out there. So. Yeah, man, that's um, it's so cool to have a 
a music venue that has multiple um, venues within it. It's um, it's a rarity in regional areas, I would think, um, to to have a place like the Golden Club that you can come and be a part of when you're not a professional musician, you're or you're learning your things, but you can also go and see really awesome music there and professionals that are, that are coming in to sell tickets um, and also be be part of the community in there. I mean, the, there's there's an awesome. Um, legion of volunteers that are in there most week. The Golden Club and Hume Conservatorium are doing some partnership work, is that right? Well indeed, uh, it was the, at the instigation of um, your CEO, Jackie Smith so I really handed to her for that uh, she, she suggested the MOU and the Golden Club took it up Which is, I, I was scared to say this the Memorandum of un- Understanding Did I say that right? <laughs> Correct. I'm not so great with big words, but uh... <laughs> perfectly correct. And so the, the Golden Club board took that up with great enthusiasm, and we're actually seeing the fruition of that this uh, this Sunday with um, the homegrown show, the conservatoriums ha- having here on Sunday with half price tickets being yeah. available to the Golden Club members. Yeah, which is uh, very good. Yeah, it's it's nice. <sighs> I find. Um, Obviously, the music business is very can be very competitive, mm. um, especially when you're you're an artist, and then especially when you're trying to make um, a name for yourself as an artist. It can be very scary to uh, build your own name and then try and compare yourself to someone who is a bit more built up than you. So if someone else is selling tickets and you go, "Oh gosh, why aren't I selling tickets like that?" or "Why are these people getting gigs like this?" I think. The same thing can happen sometimes with with venues, where a venue can can say, "Well, we have these acts, and then those acts aren't allowed to play anywhere else." Or this, we have these acts, and they're not allowed to play anywhere else. And um, a cool cool thing is happening in Goulburn at the moment, where we're trying to um, establish supportive roles between uh, artists and venues. And because there's there's enough room for for everyone to be doing stuff, and the more stuff that goes on, the more uh, stuff will be able to go on. The more gigs will be able to organise, and and uh, collaborations will create uh, joint audiences and those sort of things. Um, is there amongst those things? Is there anything that you're particularly excited about going forward with the? I am the collaboration. Yes, first Friday of every month. Uh, the Golden Club has an and friends type of night. So it might be a couple of weeks ago, it was Gabriel and friends and about six or eight other people joined her at various times of the night to sing or play along. And what I'd like to see is to have every every three months to have the conservatorium and friends hey. <laughs> go to the club. And, and on that night, those students of the, of the con or tutors at the con come along and show their wares. I, I think that would be tr- tremendous mm-hmm. because I know there's some extremely talented students here and, of course, the tutor, tutors were all very talented. So that would be... I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And the the more little performance opportunities that we can get like that, the more we, we build the, the scene around this area and we can... Uh, the, the more student opportunities they have, the, the better they're going to be and... Uh, 
I mean, we already have some many students who have uh, come through the conservatorium and now are out there being professional musicians and have moved to the cities, and some that have moved to the cities and then come back um, and are now becoming part of the music scene here, which is really awesome. With that collaboration, I think will be a lot of room to grow the audiences for both venues. I'm excited to start developing some of the original material in Goulburn and also the the kind of up-and-coming bands around here because there is lots of stuff like that. Um, but when you do an original music night um, like we're doing on Sunday, it is a, it is a pretty big slog. Um, to to do the selling of tickets and get getting the right people involved and those sort of things. When you're looking at the the promotion of the Golden Club, when where do you where's the first place do you look to? Well, promoting acts, we have a, a weekly newsletter, and we're also in the paper, local paper, local paper. Uh, apart from that, it's it's really word of mouth. Mm. Um, do you, have you had any acts that are, that really do well, word of mouth wise? Uh, well, one of your acts on Sundays, Izzy Capo, mm-hmm. and she has a tremendous following. <laughs> she she's performed at the Golden Club a couple of times, two or three times, been very well supported uh, on all, all occasions, and she's tremendous talent. So that's uh, that's great. There's a few guys around. Who else should we be looking out for? That um, is there. Is there anyone else that we can look at that perform regularly at the Golden Club that we should be uh, thinking about? Well, there's the Maori High School band. I think they're called M Funk. M Funk. Yeah, Easy yeah. Capo plays in that too. Ah. And they, um, yeah, they've got some cool stuff going on. And uh, Ambria, Ambria White, I understand. Yeah, who's a sax player? I think they've played at the Golden Club. I, I missed them. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I know that they've done, like, the Blues Nights there. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure if they've done their own show, but... Um... Anyway, we'd love to have them along. In fact, we we nearly got them, but they just weren't available for the end of, towards the end of this month. Yeah, so we'd love to have them in the future sometime. Mm. Yeah, there's some really great kids floating around at the moment. Um, they, they tend to all... Uh, it comes in waves, right? And um, mm. you were saying that you have bands every on the fourth Friday of every month is that right a band or more more prominent performer yeah yeah so is that um, where do you source those guys from is that you is that mostly you or do you have to delegate that to someone else to, to book those guys oh we have a music committee would mm-hmm. you believe yeah sorry. And, and we've got people like uh, Mike Baker and Ron McLaughlin Mary Booth mm-hmm. who do most of the legwork for that yeah, and been very successful so far. Yeah, it seemed, they seem to sell out pretty pretty well. Well, can I mention November last year, as part of the Great Southern Nights, we had Michael Simic, who's a very prominent performer from Cooma, Don Hopkins, who's a blues aficionado, Steve Kilby from the Church, mm-hmm. and Joe Camilleri. Yeah, all in the space of about a month, <laughs> which is just. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah, those were those were some great nights. And so I, I was uh, unfortunately gigging for most of those, but the you had for some of those, uh, especially for the I was definitely there for the church um, where there was a show in the courtyard, mm. um, and then there was the the headlining act up the top. Mm. <sighs> 
It's always impressed me so much. I played the jazz with you at a jazz jam the other night with you, and you were playing on the drums uh, Thursday a week ago, I think it was, and uh, you were playing very tastily over there on the drums. Oh. I, I rocked up and I was I, I didn't bring a guitar <laughs> for some stupid reason, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I bought my bass guitar because generally we have a lack of bass players floating around at these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I walked in and there was a bass there was a bass player already sitting, and I was like, oh, the drum kit looks super free. And then Ian walks in with his drums. I was like. Okay, and uh, luckily there's a guitar that was sitting over, that uh, hangs above the bar mm. that uh, you were generous enough to, to, oh, very, to lend to poor me. You're very welcome. We're very glad to have you there. But if you wanted a drum, you should have said. Oh no, no. I I, uh, I was just there to fill any holes, and yeah. uh, the, I'm I'm good at filling guitar holes. Now those chairs uh, afternoons, Saturday afternoon, they're going to be the fourth Saturday next year um, the drum kit will be set up but and I know there's other drums out there um, and if because you've got a brand new drum kit at the Golden Club is that right? yes what? indeed and it's for communal communal use mm-hmm. um, so if there's other drummers that turn up to that jazz afternoon they're more than welcome yeah to share the the drumming with yeah them. it was good there must have been 15 people nearly in the band yeah. um, on that on that day yes they spill yeah. out yeah <laughs> I mean it is a, it is a it's sort of a jam afternoon that I mean that's that's obviously a product of the the great Mike Baker and he, and he's doing that as uh, this in a similar way to that Ron is doing the grub stuff because yeah. he's got a he's created a booklet of there must be 150 yeah. tunes in that book yes yeah, um, right. and, and he just calls them, and then we, we everyone flips to there, and he's got a digital copies and, and um, beautifully presented. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so it makes it really easy. And he he does a good job of talking through, so um, talking through the pieces, the structure, and the keys, and mm. the the um, if there's horns there, he's talking about the horn parts, and if the if mm. there's people who can do solos, it's all it's all very exciting. And I would I would definitely encourage any any beginner musicians to show up to any of these nights they're they're fantastic for finding out what it's like to be a a musician yeah very true it's a very pleasant afternoon Mm. plus you get to hang out and everyone has a bit of a joke (laughs) cool this is this your first year or have you done 12 months yet as the president yeah, well, September last year. Was yeah, that. right. Yeah. It's a, a time's been flying because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So you you've got two years left. What are you hoping to accomplish by the end of that two years? I, I would like to have the club on a strong financial footing, which it is. It's it's actually on its strongest financial footing since I've ever known anything about the club. Oh wow! Which is about twenty years now, and to build the volunteer base. It's a struggle getting people to volunteer, you can understand. On the other hand, it's, it's also rewarding because you become part of a community mm-hmm. and you form friendships that will last. So what type of things do your volunteers do? Uh, bar work is uh, primary, but also particularly in um, COVID times, check-ins. Uh, there's stocking. There's purchasing, there's cleaning, there's treasury, membership, organising volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> Volunteerception. You would need like a RSA, RSA yes. to, to be able to work beyond the bar, but but can you do other things? Do you, do you need a 
RSA to become a volunteer? No. no. Volunteer and other things. There's helping out with the cooking or the cleaning or any of those other things I mentioned. You don't, don't need an RSA. So how long, how long has the Golden Club been run as a music venue or a volunteer community venue for? Do you know? Yeah, reasonably. The club actually dates back, would you believe, to in the 1870s. Uh, so that's 150 years it's been going. And up until, say, 30, 40 years ago, it was very much a gentleman's club mm. where the landed gentry would come in to town to sell their wares and might stay overnight. And there was rooms for, it, for them to stay there. And in the 80s, 1980s, the club admitted its first female members. And in the 90s, it was still a rather prestigious club. It didn't have to be landed gentry, but you'd be more a solicitor, doctor, that sort of thing. Um, but that, unfortunately, broke down and the, cl- the club closed for some time. It was reopened by extremely good volunteers and about in the late 90s, and about since that time, it's been volunteer-run and as a music uh, primary music uh, club. Yeah. So there are other things there I, I should mention. We have art exhibitions there that um, run all the time. So an artist might present 15 or 20 pieces of art and they get displayed for a three-month period and they're for sale. That allows the artist to show their wares and perhaps make a few sales and it adorns the walls of the Golden Club. So it's a win-win. And other groups meet there apart from music. There's the Heritage Group meets there on a monthly basis and the Writers Group meets there on a monthly basis. And really it's just a nice place to hang out, even if you're not involved in any of those things. But sitting on the veranda and look, overlooking Belmont Park is a very pleasant thing to do. Yeah, I've been out there many times, whether it's... Because if there's a festival in Belmont Park, that's my mm. that's always my go-to spot. So mm. whether, whether it's um, the... The Blues Festival, which has a, that has both blues in the Golden Club and in the Rotunda in Belmore Park, or if it's the the International Music Festival um, where they set up a stage down there, any of the markets that go on through there, it's always really lovely to see and sit up there and have a bit of a beer and and look out on the bustling in Golden Town. It is. Yeah, this one I, I think it's one of the the, the best sits. In all of Goulburn. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Mm. Do you have any uh, shows coming up in the near future that you would like to promote uh, before we wrap up? Uh, well, as I mentioned, we've got the, the big blues weekend, second weekend of February. Uh, and do you need to get tickets for that? There will be tickets, but they, they, they go on sale in the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, some big, big uh, bands coming down for that. Are you allowed to mention any of them yet? Uh, well, Stephanie March, Marchant, sorry, Stephanie Marchant is the headline band, which we, we were meant to have last August, but of course we were closed down. So she's we're lucky enough to get her and her monster band. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. Uh, and then in March, April, we've got another great Southern Nights event, but we haven't uh, selected a performer for that. Wonderful. So we'll keep, keep an eye out. Can... Uh, can people sign up for your newsletter somewhere? If you go to that uh, website you mentioned. Golgonclub.com.au yeah. There'll be 
you'd be able to leave your um, email address. Yes, wonderful. And that, that'll keep them updated with any events that are coming out on a weekly basis, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a Facebook page as well, I should yeah. mention. Uh, this Sunday, I'm playing with Izzy Capone and the Rich Pitcher and the Mike Baker Organ Trio. Uh, so if you want to grab some tickets for that, that's the 28th. Um, after that, there's lots of uh, shows that I play with Ooh La La and uh, some, our presentation night for the Hume Conservatorium is on the 15th of December. Uh, other than that, we're doing New Year's uh, Eve at the Hibernian Hotel, which should be really fun. All right. So, thank you, Mr. Ian. We will uh, catch you very shortly. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Cheers, man.